1: Welcome to Great Match Generator on the
2: Social Stock Hockey Network, and um, we have a bit of change here. Um, Greg's no, no longer going to be joining us, so it's just me and Matt. Um, we wish Greg the best in his future endeavors, but it
1: it's okay. But yeah, yeah. Hope Greg's uh doing well and, and his his opinions will be missed on the show, but um but yeah, you know, things happen, life happens, it's no big deal. Yeah.
2: yeah, no big deal. We made up, but I I feel like it's best to have him off the podcast, but it's okay. Um but we have four great matches today. I'm I'm really looking forward to chopping up about these great matches. Yeah. It should be fun. Um, Fritz Von Erich versus Giant Baba from JWA tw- December 3rd 1966. Then originally we were going to do a Pioneer Senshi match from 1988 89, but we couldn't
1: find it anywhere. Yeah, proving to be a, a kind of tricky.
2: Which to proves it. to be kind of tricky. Only one person on the forum actually posted
1: posted about it.
2: We tried to get in contact with that person.
1: <laughs> Jet lag. Yeah, but one day down the road we'll we'll get it. One outside.
2: day down the road we'll get to that match again, and then if we have to switch it, so instead, in lieu of recent news, <laughs> we decided to to switch with Terry Funk versus Astudillo Nita. Exploding barbed wire in lieu of recent news.
1: (laughs) Yeah, figured uh, it seemed reasonable to put the most famous exploding barbed wire death match, I think, um, given everything that happened at Revolution and all of the fallout from that. So a good excuse to rewatch it.
2: And then we go from that brutality to even more brutality. Aja Khan versus Yumika Hata. From all Japan women, was this a Dream Slam match?
1: Uh, I don't have that in front of me off the top of my head or uh, on my notes here, but no, maybe I don't know.
2: 124.94. 124.94. And then we go to even more brutality. <laughs> this was a brutal episode. Yeah. All these matches have brutal written all over them. As Sandman versus Sabu. Stairway to hell. <laughs> and that's just brutal in, like, the most ridiculous terms.
1: Yeah, from uh 1, 10 98 uh, the kind of... I don't know. Does, ECW don't House think?
2: Party was the event called, which is yeah. not on the WWE Network. We had to scour that one,
1: too. Yeah, it's a, a little kind of like a, a strangely maybe under-the-radar ECW match, but... um. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I've ever actually seen this before um before pre- prepping for this episode. So interesting.
2: Let's go in date order. Giant Bower yep. Fritz Vaughn Eric. And really, I just think this is awesome. <laughs> I like this better than the destroyer match. <laughs> oh really? that we watched. And destroyer's yeah. great in this one, but Fritz. Yeah
1: um yeah so it's a it's a shorter match right it's it's kind of a the the destroyer baba match is kind of a investment you got to put some time into it but uh this is a, a much shorter digestible match i think so that's that probably has something to do with it but yeah it's a it's an absolutely great match
2: yeah um it was it was interesting just to see baba in like a brawl element
1: yeah, so that's what this is. Is this I, I sort of kept referring to it as a it's it's kind of like a brawl uh, that should happen outside of a bar in like Alabama or something, but it's happening. Or in, a in ring Texas. In Japan. Yeah, or in Texas, or you know, so something to that effect. But it's happening in a ring in Japan instead. Uh, and Fritz really, I think, carries a lot of the ethos of the match on his shoulders. He's, he's just mean like he's just a mean dude in this match menacing yeah. the entire time uh and so that is such a great kind of villain for baba to play off of too especially kind of younger baba who's a little bit uh a little bit more mobile than than some of the later matches oh yeah he was a lot
2: more mobile in this one so, yeah the destroyer match six years later yeah 73 yeah it's, even it's, then it yeah. was like you could tell like the gigantism really mm-hmm. got to him
1: yeah and baba's never you know his his appeal has never been work rate right like he's no. not a he's he's not this like athletic um crossfit kind of kind of wrestler he he's a storyteller he's he's drama he's timing and and i think that they they kind of nail that for the most part in this match too oh yeah
2: yeah, and then I just want to shout out it's Prime Fritz Von Erich because Fritz, he might be my favorite Von Erich, like second favorite or second favorite Von Erich from what I've seen of the Von Erichs.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a ton of Fritz matches. I've really only seen, well I've seen a few others, but the, the two that stand out are actually two Baba matches. They have another one um a little bit later that, that I, I like as much or more than this one actually. But they're both great. So I, I think kind of This match is, um, it kind of happens, it's a two out of three falls match, and I think each fall kind of represents a different act of this play a little bit, so uh, the first one is very much Baba overcoming the tough guy villain, where Fritz comes in hot, and and Baba uh, makes a kind of heroic comeback and gets the first fall, and the second fall is really my favorite part of the match, it's the grimy bar fight in a wrestling ring, they're like, they're on the ground punching each other like just laying down on this like beside each other just throwing shots and kicks and just scratching and clawing uh, and, and that's you know that's the one that, that fritz wins obviously you know given this to two out of three and then the third flow fall, falls somewhat similar to the uh, the second fall you get kind of a little bit of that same dynamic but um the end gets a little kind of off the rails as uh, yeah, it kind of goes in the chair. yeah, he goes bonkers, kind of realizing I think that he's not going to get the best of Baba. Baba has this this tendency in some of his matches to he gives a lot at the beginning and then kind of overtakes the person. um Enoki does this too, actually overtakes them. And by the end, it's just so clear that that who the better and is the momentum shift um is like a big part of the storytelling and so here fritz before he like ends up taking the fall cuts it off and busts out a chair and uh we kind of have the the dq finish and the melee but uh, a ton of fun i think if it wasn't for if if the ending were maybe a little bit more satisfying it this might rank even higher for me and i have it pretty high uh but but it might even be a, a legitimate contender if that finish would have been a little bit more satisfying yeah
2: um Sorry, my dad was distracting me. I'm, I'm actually at my dad's house. But, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you were saying about, like, Fritz what realizing, like, he's not going to win this. He's not going to get the best of Baba. And then the chaos happened. And then the post-match was awesome, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great brawl in the post-match. It's, it's a lot of fun. Where would you rate this? Uh, I give it four and a half yeah uh,
2: that's exactly where I'm
1: at here yeah four and a half. I, I'd watched it uh I, I kind of went on a Baba and a noki tear recently and this was in that and it, so maybe about a month or two months ago I watched this and I had it at four and a quarter that time and this time I, I kind of I liked it even more so I bumped it up a little bit so who you know who knows this match you know obviously it's, it's been around a while but um it I, I already kind of like it more with time and with with watching it again. So uh, it could be a match that you know I ultimately consider down the road. But right now, like very solid showing four and a half, um, and and parts of this are are pretty elite. Yeah, I, I really like this a lot,
2: and it, it shows like sixties wrestling and seventies wrestling it's not just
1: that championship wrestling style. Yeah, you've got this is a bra, this is a brawl. I mean, Baba's bleeding in this. This is a uh, this is very different than maybe that stereotype. And I think you know that's that opened for- my eyes.
2: That opened my eyes. Like this is a brawl. I can get into
1: this. Yeah, for sure. And we we you know we'll talk about it as we go because, like you said, there's four. Um, like all wrestling is violent, but there's definitely like more <laughs> violent wrestling than uh, than some. And all of these kind of represent different versions of that and uh, i think this old simple brawl where they're they're not the real story here is not what they're doing it's that they're selling you on the emotion of this fight this um the 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 malice of fritz and the heroic comeback of baba and um you know i think when people talk about like how great old school wrestling was that's kind of what they're talking about and and that's i don't know the i don't really, well, i think 100%. it's really hard i think it's really hard to do that with more moves if that makes sense. yeah I it's agree. a very different um different kinds of appeal and i think kind of equally cool in their in their own way but i do just there i do just have such a soft spot in my heart for this kind of simple throw in hands um the other thing we should mention is how well they do um Punch putting over the claw. Um, I was gonna say putting over the claw in this. Oh yeah,
2: putting over the claw is this, like dangerous move. Yeah, I've yeah, got. I forgot about that. Um, I did differently this time. Is I just watched the matches and like sure. Um, um, not take notes. Um, I, I'm doing this based on memory and based on what what the forum says here. Sure. Um, and th- they did mention like the claw. Because I, I I'm I'm I was like yeah the claw was really protected
1: here. Well, it's the the great thing was, so Baba gets the first pin, and right after that, when he gets up to celebrate, Fritz locks the claw on between the falls. So, they have this kind of extended rest between the falls where Baba is selling the claw, and then right out the gates in the second fall they do like 30 seconds of fritz going for the claw and baba just holding him inches away from his head like holding his hand so right. they really like they get a lot of drama out of when they implement it how they implement it how it like informs baba's selling all of these kinds of things that are are, are really kind of pretty nuanced actually and it's it's just it's simple right the claw's not like a, a flashy move but they get so much out of it in this match, and it's one of the things I really like about it.
2: Yeah, it it, see, it seems like simplicity was the way to go, and
1: it, it, it really showed.
2: Hmm? It, it really showed that simplicity was the yeah. way to go. Yeah. You, know, you know. But when you move from that brutality, there's a threat in this, all this. To more brutality in the form of exploding barbed wire, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which w- very similar I think the, the, I think this is a good segue because it's memorable they they basically work a brawl in in um trying to escape this barbed
1: wire mm-hmm. it's these matches are kind of i think. Interesting and almost like quasi-controversial in terms of like how people talk about them. Um, I really, really like the hot like these high-end exploding barbar death matches. But if yeah. you go into them expecting uh, a, work a kind rate of tra- masterpiece, well, even a traditional Terry Funk brawl, like you're not getting that because all of this is built around avoiding the barbed wire. All of this is built around. Can you, can you avoid yourself? Can you keep yourself from blowing up? And they do a really good job of of selling that throughout. You know, Onita is Onita's competing in the nineties with All Japan and New Japan for attention, and he's not that kind of athlete. So what does he do? He creates a completely different kind of wrestling promotion, and. Um, So this is you have to kind of appreciate it on its own merits. You 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 can't expect. You have to
2: appreciate for what the spectacle is and not
1: w- the merits of like it as a wrestling match. Sure, absolutely. Well, and I think I think it's I think it has merits as a wrestling match. It's just a different kind of wrestling match. It's it's you know we I think we talk you know not not you and I necessarily, but like generally speaking, right? We talk yeah. about you know what wrestling is in kind of simplistic and narrow ways sometimes. And the more you watch wrestling for this kind of project, the more varied you see it can be. So, I mean, sure, there's like, you know, you're not getting the athleticism of something like, I don't know, a Kenny Omega match or something like that, but you're still getting drama. And to me, drama is as important as anything in in a wrestling match. And so I, I actually kind of, I'm not super high on death matches generally, but I'll be a pretty big defender of something like this, even though it's it's kind of physically limited in, in what actually happens. The the ending is still one of the best endings in all of wrestling to me. Oh yeah, it uh, is. And they, they were re-
2: trying to do that ending.
1: Yeah, they were <laughs> trying to do something very do. <laughs> similar. Yeah, they were trying to do something very similar, and unfortunately, that you know that technical mistake. It's you know it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, and I, I, but but like here, it's not just the ending, but like man, Onita's pretty legitimately tore up. <laughs> like you know, oh, start yeah. to finish, that barbed wire is real, and that barbed wire is cutting, and you can see when oh, yeah, he that goes barbed wire is sharp. When you go, when he goes in the first time, he comes out kind of really slight up and they do lots of little things to accent that right so there's a there's a spot right after that first explosion where funk is tearing at onita's shirt in the back so for the rest of the match it kind of looks like the explosion blew the shirt blew a hole in in onita's shirt right like so little little tiny little tiny things like that are really nice about this um and obviously like onita winds up with a laceration on his hand that he's selling really well um as he i mean maybe because it's real and it's actually painful and dangerous but you know he's selling it like his hand is mangled um you know i think my probably my my only real problem the only reason this isn't an actual contender for my like maybe top 100 list is that the the ddt finish felt a little underwhelming giving every given everything that they did but then the idea that um you know oni they have a little brawl after and onita throws the ref out of the ring which i loved and then gets out of the ring himself but funk's still laying in the ring and onita comes back in to cover him up um to save this guy that they just that he just went and for then broken.
2: the music they play after
1: it right? yeah <laughs> it's very cinematic of, right? it's it's one like, of the
2: cin- most cinematic things that cinematic wrestling cannot approach
1: <laughs> yeah it, it was really nice and and like there's I don't know if it's in production, but there's like this stunned silence over the crowd after the explosion and right before the music hits. And so even if that's in production, um, it's still awesome. Like, the, it's just the way they ended it was visceral and and compelling. And so I, I still, like, I love this match. And I think it is um, it is a masterclass in storytelling and two tough guys who know... The kind of story that who actually like tell a really kind of touching story of a of a different kind of masculinity, like, uh, you know, not just not just like sort of violence against one another, but respect that that's that grows from combat and from being in this really stressful situation. So I think it's really kind of great. And and I, I think it deserves the praise it gets and might be a little too maligned from those who aren't really into death match wrestling. Um, and I'm also, again, I'm not in generally into deathmatch wrestling, but this kind of thing I'm very into. Yeah, I was very
2: much into the spectacle of it all. Um, the, entra- the entrance um, was very cool with the wild thing. everyone singing it. That was awesome. The ref's outfit, we have to mention it.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. I don't even know how to explain it.
2: <laughs> it was a beekeeper outfit.
1: Yeah, it, it was a... The big silver beekeeper outfit.
2: And but you you harped on the things I was going to harp on in this match, and I re I really like I really like the spot where Punk goes for the spinning toe hold, and then he's kicked off, and then the big explosion comes. Mm, yeah. Right before the DDT, I thought that was a nicely set up spot.
1: Um, yeah, really good stuff.
2: I think this is a good three and a half
1: star match. Um, oh, really? Good. I'm way higher on that. It's 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 re- It's really good. I don't call it great. Yeah, I I call this I call this great. I call this elite. Um, I, I give it four and three fourths um, because Ooh. I think it's, I think it's maybe um, it does things better than any other wrestling match I can think of. I can't I can't think of a wrestling match that sells this kind of emotion between the two, two yeah the two combatants at i could the see end. where you're going with this um, but. so yeah this this does this does a thing better than any other wrestling match and for that i give it i don't give it five because i said like i said the the ddt for the actual finish of the match itself was a little flat to me but um but yeah outside of that this is probably my second favorite exploding barbed wire death match um ever behind a w just kidding <laughs> uh no i did i actually thought that match was pretty good but i, I thought did, that match
2: was actually pretty good
1: too but yeah no that's not not In quite not quite sucks. that good what what was the first um megumi kudo versus combat toyota
2: oh yeah from fmw yeah yeah i i get where you're coming from um I actually may prefer. I may be with superstar sleeves and prefer the funk sabu barbed wire. Yeah, because it's a little more athletic. It's a little more dangerous.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just, there's lots of good ones, and, and I think there's, you know, I, I don't. I don't actually think there's like a wrong answer. I just, um, I think this one's. I think this one's championed for a reason by a lot of people, um, and it's not just because it's you know, an both, exploding bar. No, I agree it's, with it's that. It's not just I because it's Onita, and Onita's kind of the the king of them. And then Funk is maybe the greatest pro wrestler ever. You know, it's it's pretty high profile in that regard. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, different strokes, different folks. So this is this is this is right up my alley. And every time I watch it, I kind I kind of like it a little bit more.
2: Now we get to one of your favorite matches. Yeah. Yumika Hata versus Aja Kong. Man, this is brutal.
1: Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is just just a sprint of violence.
2: <laughs> and like the the um captioned um promo before, it's basically Hata trying to prove herself to Aja Kong.
1: Yeah, I had not. I've not actually watched the ones that um, were recently posted with the captions, so I actually don't have that background of what's um, what's going Sad. on. Um,
2: it's basically it's basically like Hada's trying to prove herself to Aja Kong, and it's ruthless. It's just ruthless, and Kong gives everything
1: to not. Let go of her throne. Yeah, it's so I mean yeah, that makes sense that, you know, Kong is is kind of the the hoss um of all Japan women and, and Hota is um she's you know she's she's pretty legit and she's not a small woman. She kind of matches her in terms of stature almost. Um and this is stiff strikes from the very beginning that go into a busted up hand and some of just the, the hardest to watch handwork you'll ever see, uh, oh, yeah. you know, into kind of bomb throwing at the end where they've been throwing bombs throughout, but they're really kind of, they're, they're putting on the, um, the, like the suplexes and, and those kinds of things to try to finish it and, and end this whole thing. Uh, and so it's, I think there's, it's like a really nice logic to it, a really nice, um, sort of story being told. And in terms of the actual in ring the physicality it's hard for me to think of two people who go harder and that's putting it right up against you know in this particular um grouping right up against some matches where people are really laying into each other and I still yeah. think this is you know th- this is a hoss fight and it's everything I want from a hoss fight yeah this this was amazing <laughs> um yeah I'd also sort of add This has really good visuals, so that's the thing I think. Um, I think a lot of great wrestling will do is it'll take advantage of like all the little moments where people are selling, and the camera angles will just catch the right thing. So, there's a moment where um, Hota's in a a north south choke, Aja's got Hota in this north south choke, which is essentially Aja is on top of her, and um, they're kind of like facing opposite directions, and she's got a, a headlock on her. Um, and so, her, so Hota's head is kind of in Aja's armpit. Um, and it's not like technically proficient the way it's all. Like it, like, it doesn't actually have them, the move would work but like in terms of their body positioning. But Hota's like selling uh, like her facial expression yeah. and the way the camera catches it. It's just so cool. And they've got a lot of those little moments, especially later when Hota's selling the hand so well. Uh, because again, it's busted up and looks awful. <laughs> uh, and and I also really loved the um, the end of this match. So it ends with them on the second rope, and Aja goes for, or excuse me, Hota goes for what looks kind of like a, a Canadian destroyer off the second rope, and uh, and Aja just kind of falls back on top of her. And that's the way Aja wins. It's it's not that Aja did some great move. It's that Hota took a big chance. It didn't work, and she gambled and lost. And I I really love that ending for this match particularly.
2: Yeah, I I really like that. And Katavir, Kataviri, um, who uploaded the match with context on mm, um, nice. YouTube. Um, said this. Um, Yumiko had first, Yumiko had been going around with her Tough Girl gimmick saying Asha doesn't scare her and got an upset pin on Asha in a non-title match a few weeks before. Aja believes that it's her responsibility as a WWWA singles champion to make it self evident that they're the best and they're not a real champion. Hada needs to be firmly put in her place and Yumiko is friends with Akira Hokuto. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So so that's the extra context
1: that Katsubiri um had with that. Yeah, that's helpful. And I think all, every, all of this this entire match makes complete sense with that. Like so when you were saying you're going through that I was like, yeah, that all checks out. That's in the match. That's that's it's worked like that their physical storytelling is lining up with the broader narrative arc. Yeah,
2: so this is like four and a half stars in my book.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a five-star classic to me. This is on my list. This is, um, this is securely on my top 100 list, I think. Again, I like when matches are the best at a thing, and this is probably the second best Hoss fight I've ever seen um, next to Stan Hansen, Andre. But this, is, this elevates a certain kind of uh, mm-hmm. violence and physicality that is really, really hard to touch.
2: And then we go to our last match Sandman versus Sabu. 110.98 in Stairway to Hell. Yeah. Oh my god. These two try to murder each other with weapons. Crowd brawling, weapon shots, tables, ladders, chairs. Um, it was a lot better work than a lot of the TLC matches today. It felt a lot more dangerous. I'll give it that. The Stantman's suplexing the ladder spot was one uh, of the stupidest spots I've ever seen, but I loved it.
1: Yeah, that was incredible. Um, I, I I kind of adored that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't come in with high expectations for this. I thought... I often kind of think that ECW... It's a promotion that for my taste in wrestling was great in the moment. It's great if you can kind of immerse yourself in the show or in a series of shows and kind of get that, that feeling that ECW had because it was very much a, an emotional ethos, um, pathos-driven kind of, kind of promotion. And I, but, I, but I don't often think that like their best matches hold up alongside best matches from other promotions. And so I didn't really think it was like that this was going to be a match that I thought of as a great match as much as I thought of as a really fun spectacle. And I was kind of sold on it. I, I, I kind of think it's, it's pretty, it's at least close to great. Um, this is exactly what these two should be doing. They're physically limited. They're not, I mean, even Sabu, this is sort of both of their physical peaks, I think probably is around 98. And, uh, and, and neither one of them, again, are like these, you know, they're not the the crossfit or even, you know, even sort of you think of like great other great athletes in wrestling, even from the 60s and um, 70s and 80s. Like these two need to just be kind of reckless and throw their bodies and everything else at each other. And this match was perfect for that. That's exactly what they did. Um, they the the like you said the suplexing the ladder and the crowd was fucking bonkers like that's the that's one of the craziest things i've ever seen in wrestling and the fact that there's even like a little sort of low-key low-key spot later where um sandman or excuse me um sabu is doing a springboard with the barbed wire in his hands over the top rope and um sandman moves so sabu hits the railing but then he just kind of in doing so, tosses that bale of barbed wire into the crowd, which is like, again, crazy. Um, that's insanity. So this is, but that's all this match is to start to finish is just two guys beating on each other and throwing themselves and everything around them uh, at one another. Sabu's using scissors in this match. Um, yeah, there's, there's they're another... throwing
2: caution to the wind. Yeah. They're a- throwing caution to the wind. And that's what I love about this match. It's just they're throwing caution
1: to the wind and it feels dangerous. Yeah, it's organic. It's it's nothing sort of planned here. You know, you've you've got Sandman like just kind of jumping onto Sabu through chair or through tables rather. Like it wasn't really a leg drop. It wasn't really an elbow. It was just kind of sandman jumping onto another person and uh and and that's that's the offense it's just this kind of rough around the edges not polished at all organic feel um and i think that sabu is athletic enough here and sabu was was actually a, a pretty incredible athlete but like he wasn't a precision athlete for a lot of the times and so you see some of that where you know how he throws his body at um, at Sandman here it's they complement each other really really well and I came out really kind of loving this match I thought the again visuals were great in this particularly at the end you know Sandman wins and walks out he looks like he looks like he's been through it Um, I thought everything held together pretty well they didn't get too distracted um, nothing felt too contrived given all the weapons they were using and so yeah it was just it was kind of
2: Yeah, I I think this was really good. I thought this wasn't going to age well. I told you. I told you mm-hmm. straight up. I was like I don't think this is going to age well. It aged fine.
1: Yeah.
2: It, it it aged pretty fine and it aged relatively well with some of the deathmatch stuff we see today. Sure. And some yeah. of the brawls we see today. So that with that I give it 3 and 3 quarters.
1: Oh, yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm much higher on this. I, I think I probably gave it four and a quarter, may, maybe four and a half if I watched it again later. But yeah, if, of this style, this is what I want to see. This gave me kind of um, a lesser version of Necro Butcher versus Super Dragon, which is one of my favorite matches oh, ever. Oh, yeah. Um, where it's two people who don't mind taking a, a beating or giving a beating just constantly elevating the violence and um they captured lightning in a bottle and, and you know i'm, I'm kind of having trouble thinking of an ecw match i i enjoy more than this to be perfectly honest so maybe, i i came like, pretty high on this
2: maybe like the technical stuff i may be higher on on ecw but a true mm-hmm. ecw style match yeah maybe i should go four on it
1: um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is whatever. I, again, I was pretty surprised, but I also just finished it. So, um, you know, it's tough to say how you really feel about a match when you first watch it. we have yeah. to see how how it ages, if it holds up, if I watch it again in a year or something like that. Yeah. But, I, but, this, but this go, I really enjoyed it, and I, I would recommend it to anybody who's not squeamish around uh, blood and chaos. Yeah.
2: Um, so, next episode... We are watching Jerry Lawler versus Dutch Mantel, um, 329 82 from CWA. Then we were watching Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega, not the really long one, their <laughs> G1 match from 2017. Ric Flair versus Blackjack Mulligan, Texas death match. So we got our first Flair action. <sighs> When great match generator against Blackjack Mulligan in a Texas death match from '78 at Jim Crockett Promotions. And then we go to SummerSlam, where we go to WWF's 1992 Bret Hart Davy Boy Smith nice. in Wembley.
1: Nice. Plug, 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 Chug. Uh, yeah, so Twitter at Markout Mountain, Um Check out the the project that spawned this um, at uh, GWE forums. Um or, oh, hold on a second. Now I've now I've messed
2: GWE
1: up. Fo- GWE for project.freeforums.net. Yes. G- yes, thank you. GWE um for all the sort of larger conversation that, that goes on around these kinds of things. Yes. So this is actually
2: pretty good. So So, yeah, and thank you for joining us on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Take care.